0: You're listening to the Murphology Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Murphology Podcast, aka Murph here to share interviews about biking experiences from cyclists who have pedaled to places all over. Each week we will get to know new people, and explore new destinations to ride your bike. As you listen to these adventures, you may wonder, why haven't I done that yet? Well, on the show today is Brannon Pack. Brannon is the Director of Cycling Tourism in Fayetteville, Arkansas. If you haven't been to Fayetteville yet, get it on your calendar. They are nestled in the Ozark Mountains, and some of the best mountain biking in the nation happens here. With easy access trails, well-constructed, and well-maintained. They are a designated bicycle-friendly community by the League of American Bicyclists, and in addition to the mountain biking, they offer about any kind of cycling you may be into, including a 50-mile protected paved path. For only the second time on U.S. soil, Fayetteville is set to welcome the world for the 2022 Walmart UCI Cyclocross World championships. So cross is one of the best fan-friendly styles of bike racing with athletes racing on grass, sand, mud, all while having to overcome obstacles that may require carrying the bike. All this is happening while fans are able to get up close to cheer on their favorites. As Brandon says, cross celebrates the wilder side of racing with fans in the mix. So here's Brandon to tell us more about Fayetteville. All right. Well, on the podcast today, we have Mr. Brannon Pack. Hey, Brannon.
1: Good afternoon, Mark. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. So I got the chance to meet Brannon um, a few months ago during a cycle cross championship in Coralville, Iowa, and learned a lot about Brannon and about his job as director of cycling tourism. And the coolest thing is he is from Fayetteville, Arkansas,
1: that's right, Murphy. Thanks for having me. We had some, uh, I call it a good meet and greet. We were up there at uh, Jingle Cross, right? What a, what a fun event that yep. was. And correct, I am the uh, Director of Cycling Tourism for Experience Fayetteville. That is the Convention and Visitors Bureau for Fayetteville, Arkansas.
0: Oh, awesome. And I, I've i been lucky enough to be in Fayetteville a couple of times, one um, with a family member who was touring the college and then another time on my bike. And it is just a beautiful community. I absolutely loved it. Um, unfortunately, when we were there this last time, it was, you know, during kind of the... Pretty heavy COVID time. So, a lot of the businesses were closed or um, greatly reduced as to how many people could go in them. But just walking around your community was so cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's a pretty special community. I'm excited to talk a little bit about that today for sure. We can, we can get all into it.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Well, and listeners, you're going to be hearing about Fayetteville and the cycling culture there, but also about cyclocross world championship which is going to be in Fayetteville in 2022 so okay Brandon I don't want to you know steal your thunder so do you want to start out by giving the listeners a little bit about yourself uh, maybe a little bit about Fayetteville if you ride what you ride and a bit about cycling
1: yeah I have that's a, a lot of questions there I'd love to break those <laughs> down for you. <laughs> I, I got them all don't worry I got okay them all. good good uh, so, yes, I am a cyclist, right? Um, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to work my passion, and I'm very blessed for that. Um, before transitioning to tourism, I was the director for one of the largest IMBA chapters in the Midwest, the International oh, yeah. Mountain Bike Association, the Ozark Offroad road Cyclist, and really focused my professional time on mountain bike trail development and volunteer engagement in the Northwest Arkansas and Arkansas River Valley regions. Um, today... Like many, I'm drawn to gravel experiences, and the area around Fayetteville is rich with miles of gravel roads. Um, I would also call myself a bikepacking enthusiast. Hmm. That was an interest that I was inspired – it was inspired from – Um, I got an invitation to go on some of the early scouting and development rides that led to the creation of the Adventure Cycling Association's Arkansas High Country Route, which is a 1,030-mile gravel loop here in Arkansas. So really got the bikepacking bug early on. This is about 2016. In 2019, I traversed Arkansas on a self-supported gravel route of my own design and demise. (laughs) And so... um, But as a cyclist, as I look forward, I think it is that kind of multi-day endurance type riding that I'm really drawn to.
0: Yeah. And like you said, it's kind of the popular, you know, mode of transportation as far as in the cycling world for a lot of people as, you know, we get more into people who are distracted drivers and such like that. Like, I, I definitely am spending more time on gravel and trails
1: yeah, for sure. And and it's also taking an inventory of what's around. I mean, Kansas is a great example of miles of gravel roads, but people don't make, they might not correlate Arkansas with gravel. But the mm-hmm. reality is we have the ninth most miles of gravel road in the country. That's not per kappa. That's just per mile. Arkansas mm-hmm. is packed full of amazing gravel experiences. And a lot of those can begin and end from Fayetteville, Arkansas.
0: Mm, Awesome. Well, let's get into a little bit more about Fayetteville. Um, You've already told us it's in Arkansas, but can you tell us kind of where it is if you're looking at the state of Arkansas?
1: I can. Absolutely. So where is Fayetteville? Um, Not North Carolina. That's a common mistake. (laughs) I just want to put that nothing against North Carolina, but Fayetteville is in the northwest corner of Arkansas, really the south central region of the United States. We have this real mountain town vibe you talked about it it's a it's a college town right it's mm-hmm. and i know mountain town really isn't that's not necessarily what comes to mind when you think of the south but fayetteville is actually tucked into the ozark mountains and so for those mm-hmm. unfamiliar the ozarks make up the only we use the word contiguous mountain range between the rockies and the appalachians and so that's what we hear time and time again from even i'll throw some athletes out there the jay peter of the world mm-hmm. the rebecca Rushes of the world the ted kings of the world is they're just really taken aback by truly the elevation that exists in this region of the state. Because, again, you don't think about Arkansas with mountains, but really we're kind of just nestled in the Ozark Mountain Range, which is, I mean, it's its its own kind of pretty.
0: Mm -hmm. And with that said, knowing that you have that sort of scenery, I'm going to assume that you have all kinds of opportunities for biking, whether it's road riding, trail riding, single track, mountain biking, the whole gamut, right?
1: absolutely yes um i'll give you some of those so one i so just before we so the location i just want like it's easy to get to northwest arkansas fayetteville again we're kind of centrally located so when you're thinking about you know maybe taking your next uh call it cycling trip right um we're a day's drive from several major metros dallas fort worth oak city casey st louis memphis i mean there's a lot of ways to get to fayetteville with ease and and you know that that day's drive is important because the last thing you gonna do on a vacation is like burn a day completely traveling. Right. And right. so just the location of Fayetteville in Northwest Arkansas sets up for some pretty special, um, cycling vacations.
0: And I can tell you firsthand, it's an easy drive from Des Moines, Iowa to Fayetteville. And we got there, got into our Airbnb and still were able to do several hours of biking that same day. So yes, thumbs up.
1: <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And so, well then let's talk. So yeah, let's talk about,
0: um, riding, right? And so
1: I'm gonna brag a little bit on about my community. So a couple things about Fayetteville that I want to kind of preface the riding with, right? Is that Fayetteville is home to a nationally recognized but truly authentic cycling community. Um we're a designated bicycle friendly community by the League of American Bicyclists. Um People for Bikes regularly recognizes Fayetteville as a top places for bikes. I love this one this past year they selected Fayetteville as an ideal destination for your next bicycle vacation. Mm -hmm. And then most recently, um, the UCI awarded Fayetteville with their Bike City label. And Murph, that's a designation that recognized Fayetteville's really balanced investment between sport and cycling for all. And with that designation, Fayetteville became the first community in the United States to receive that award. So I would say, I would start, I want to talk about cycling, but I'm going to start by saying, um, the cycling in Fayetteville and our community is very authentic, and folks are taking note.
0: That is amazing. Some of those awards are not easy to come by. I would say most of those awards are very hard to come by.
1: I, I would agree. There's a, again, there's a lot of a lot of work by this community to um, you know take our take our city experience Fayetteville for example. You know, we're the tourism bureau for Fayetteville. Cycling isn't its own brand. It's just part of our culture. It's one of our core pillars. We talk about cycling like the same way we tell you where to sleep at night, what burger to eat or what beer to drink. It's just part of our community. And it's just ingrained in who we are here in Fayetteville. And those cycling opportunities, I like to think that most of them start and end um, on our paved trail network. So not unique to Fayetteville, but pretty extensive is a 50 mile protected paved trail network. Um, We're home to mile zero of the Razorback Greenway. For those that aren't familiar with that investment, that is a regional spine-like paved trail, fully protected from from cars Mm. that begins in Fayetteville and then runs through six more sister cities in Northwest Arkansas region. And so that is a great catalyst to what are all-day cycling adventures from Fayetteville. So, you know, you boop out of your hotel, you jump on the paved trail system, and that takes you to scenic road riding. That takes you to iconic Ozark Mountain gravel riding. Mm. That takes you to the hundreds of miles of mountain bike trails that Northwest Arkansas has quickly become known for.
0: Hmm. So definitely any sort of skill level of a rider can come to Fayetteville and have a blast.
1: We have families that just come and spend their entire trip just on that paved trail network because we've lined it with all the restaurants. We've lined it with the local breweries. I mean, it's just a great way to spend a day on a bicycle or let's just be clear, a great way to wrap one up, you know, maybe you've gone out and you've done that scenic road ride in the Ozark Mountains, and you've made your way back into town. I mean, we have literally bike access off the trail into the backs of our pubs.
0: Nice. That's my kind of end of the day biking for sure it's like Narnia for bicycles yeah. I don't
1: know how, I don't know how this is.
0: <laughs> okay so we already we've talked to every you know everybody listening that they need to come to Fayetteville for sure but let's get into specifics the end of January 2022 you have an epic event coming to your community a quick interruption to tell you this week's podcast is sponsored by Lizard Lips Lip Balm. These great lip balms contain natural ingredients, come in a variety of flavors, and you can choose certified organic or balms with sun protection. Check it out at lizardlips.net. Now back to the show.
1: We do. Um, we do. Little little thanks for the foreshadowing. I will tell you that uh, for only the second time on U.S. soil, Fayetteville, Arkansas, is set to host the 2022 Walmart UCI Cyclocross World Championships and truly welcome the world to town. Mm. It's going to be a full weekend of international cyclocross racing.
0: Wow. And, like, you're you're literally saying it's only been on U.S. soil twice?
1: Yeah, the only other time. This will be the, – the only other time was in 2013 in Louisville. So this is really? only the second time it's ever been out of Europe and um, – How excited are we to be able to host that event right here in favor, Arkansas?
0: Yeah, and I I've been lucky enough to be a spectator at well, Jingle Cross in Coralville, Iowa, but then also um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a cycle cross event in Reno, and so I get I have a little bit of a taste of what cycle cross is. But do you want to tell the listeners exactly what it is? What kind of cycling?
1: (laughs) I can't. the best – here's what I'm going to tell you. The best reference I've heard um, is that cyclocross is like NASCAR for cycling fans, right? Oh, yeah. from, <laughs> I mean, from costume spectators, all those racers out there in brightly colored k- kits, um, it's that discipline in sport, cyclocross, that celebrates the wilder side of bicycle racing. You know, if you're new, right, if cyclocross is new to you, basically, in a nutshell, we design a spectator-friendly race course. We pack it with obstacles like stairs, barriers, and sand pits, And then we throw the fans in the middle. Then we race rain or shine. So the chance of muddy conditions only adds to Murph, what I think is cycling's most fan friendly form of racing.
0: Yeah, it is so fun. You can hear cowbells from pretty much anywhere on the course screaming and yelling. And you're right about the mud and the sand. I mean, that's I guess, you know, those athletes sign up for it and they seem to be loving it.
1: It, they, they call it the winter sport, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, like I said, the, the fact that it is held rain or shine, I think just adds to the mystique of it. You know, we saw that. So in October of this year, well, you know, just a little history of some of the other events that, that happen in Fayetteville in this region, we did host the region's first ever UCI Cyclocross World Cup event, um, which really pulled the curtains back on this venue that will be the host venue for the World Championships next January. But it was – Tuesday just screaming fast course was super dry athletes were out there just ripping laps. and then at the start of the elite, elite women's race the skies opened up and it started raining and it didn't stop raining until we had gotten five inches and it was just it was it was spectacular. It's <laughs> everything you want cyclocross racing. The the athletes are full the only thing you can see when they smile is the white of their teeth because they're fully just covered in mud. It was oh my gosh. it was amazing. It was <laughs> amazing. <laughs>
0: So, okay, that sounds awesome, actually. Um, so, you know, I'm not somebody that would ever be an actual cyclocross athlete, but I would definitely be a spectator. So can you kind of give a feel for who participates? Like what kind of a cyclist is doing this?
1: The top cyclist in the world, it being the winter sport, cyclocross pulls from multiple disciplines. So it pulls from the mountain, the elite mountain bike, you know, segment of racers. It pulls from the elite road racers and so you really get um, a collection of some of the top cyclists in the world um, in attendance in february next january will be reigning world champions like lucinda brand matthew vanderpool u.s national champions like claire hansinger and olympic gold medalists like yolanda Neff. Mm. Um in total probably looking at close to 300 elite women men u23 and junior cyclists they're participating in six different world championship races throughout the weekend
0: wow and basically they're lumped into whatever skill level they are and then they do their race and then another race happens and then another race happens right
1: correct yep it's action-packed all day racing that's that's the idea that's also it just again what makes it so fan friendly you got about enough time to go grab a beer grab some fries and then get back race. you know Again, we talk about how spectator friendly it is. We put the spectators right up next to the course. You're like, you know, if if mud's getting splashed, you're liable to get some on you.
0: <laughs> I oh, every time I've gone to a cycle cross, I bring my big tall rubber boots just in case, and I think I've had to wear them every single year. <laughs> Well,
1: I will tell you, there's a lot of people that have their fingers crossed, hope that you get to wear them in January.
0: We've
1: seen seen what that course is like in wet conditions, and it is appropriate soccer cross.
0: Yeah, and and speaking of that, okay, so we're talking about, you know, a course that is probably partly on grass, partly on sand, partly on dirt, and then if it rains. So where does something like this take place? I mean, Uh, is it a structure that already exists, or are you building it, or how does that work?
1: i love you ask this question. Okay, and so... The 2022 Walmart UCI Cyclocross World Championships will take place at a new purpose-built venue. It's Centennial Park at Millsap Mountain. Mm-hmm. It's a 228-acre public park. It's on the southwest corner of town. You can get there by the interstate, and it's home to both professionally constructed mountain bike and cyclocross race courses. It's an investment that in sport that, I mean, it just hasn't been made in the States yet. And I say that not to take away from other venues. You just have to see it and the course itself okay i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a little excited on you but (laughs) it's 1.8 miles of truly ripping fast mountaintop cyclocross racing until it rains like we talked about centennial park sets atop this mountain and that's really where the builders went to work knowing that the intention of was this venue to host world caliber and world championship events every foot of that race course was truly designed, was purpose built Mm. to get the most out of that mountain um there's literally a mountain of stairs 39 to be exact there's a drop off the back side of that that hits grades of 20 percent there's sections of race courses that weave through the woods there's a quarter mile power line climb that you can see from campus there's this wild finish feature that we named Fagel's on stonehenge it's got this unique double horseshoe where the racers come in below they finish above and there's this whole spectator pad to hang out in the middle And then speaking of NASCAR, the last turn of the race course is this huge, sweeping Talladega-like turn. They're going to get two, three, four wide as they come through there. And then they hit the asphalt where they can just twist the bars off the bikes all the way to the finish line. Oh It's amazing. That is
0: awesome. Okay, so when you say, you know, a big uh, mountain with all those stairs, explain how a bike rider does that.
1: Well, so there's a, there's a dismount procedure, as you can imagine, you're running full blast, you're pedaling, and typically you'll see a racer further their like leg off the bike, um, depending on their style. I do like non-drive side, and then they literally just kind of pop a foot off and you land and you land in a sprint. So as soon as you're off that bike, you're throwing your bike up over your shoulder mm-hmm. and right in front of that stair feature. Now you're literally running with your bike over your shoulder up those stairs at the top there's just enough platform to throw a leg over get clipped in before you bomb off the backside on that 20% descent it's wild
0: <laughs> and i uh i'll just speak on what i've seen but it's so interesting when you have a whole field of racers and the uh, i'll just do the guys race that i saw the you know the front maybe 15 to 20 guys are so skilled, they have probably practiced a gazillion times that they don't even stop running. They'll just, you know, unclip, jump off their bike, run, and then just jump right back on and go. And then as, the, seamless. as the Yeah. Yes, seamless. And then as the field gets towards the back, you know, then you've got the people that are walking or have their bike on their shoulder and still very skillful. I mean, this is deep sand or mud or like you said, you know, super steep. I, I'm just—it's really, really amazing to watch.
1: Again, it is the most fan, fan-friendly form of racing. I would, uh, I, I would, uh, I can't think of another cycling discipline, sport-specific, to where you know it truly is designed with spectators in mind.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think that we mentioned the exact dates and maybe how people can uh, go look, find out more information.
1: Yeah, I love that. So the so the 2022 Walmart UCI Cyclocross world championship will take place from january 28th through the 30th that's obviously next january 2022 Um, we plan to kick things off on thursday evening january 27th with a free open to the public opening ceremony in fayetteville's historic downtown then we're going to roll right into racing on friday so the racing starts on friday there's this brand new race format that the uci is testing it's a cyclocross relay race it features six competitors from a specific country competing against other countries in a relay style format. Um, that's never been done before. And that's super exciting to be able to test that for the UCI right there in Fayetteville. And then we roll into a full weekend of six world championship races.
0: Hmm. And is there a cost to attend this?
1: There is. So an event like this size, obviously, I know it's, um, it's depends on the event, right? But this, this is a ticketed event and, Mm -hmm. uh, we would love to have everybody I, in fact i'd love to maybe end with an invitation right hosting a world championship is an honor um one that we hope to celebrate with as many cycling fans from the round as world as possible and everyone is invited tickets are on sale at that's at cyclocross ar 2022.com not north carolina nothing against north carolina again cyclocross bayville ar 2022.com then while you're here you can head to experience com. Where we've got a full selection of route-specific blogs featuring road riding, gravel grinding, mountain biking, all to add to your time in Fayetteville while you're here for the World Championships.
0: Wow. Okay, so you can go to that website and get tickets now and then plan your, you know, maybe an extended weekend to go there and probably bring your own bike so you can ride as well.
1: Absolutely. Marv, we need to get you to these World Championships.
0: Yeah, I, I will probably be there and with a bike. And my big rubber boots. I th-
1: it sounds like you've checked all the boxes for cyclocross.
0: <laughs> a quick interruption to give a shout out to Primal Wear. Cycling is their passion and apparel is their craft. So if you're in the market for a new jersey, bibs, mask, or any cycling apparel, go to primalwear.com and use code PRIMALMURF to get 20% off your purchase. Yes, 20% off. Now back to the show. So one thing, like you're in Fayetteville, you ride your bike, you whether you're doing, you know, pavement or single track or mountain biking, is are there other things to do besides biking?
1: A little bit. A little bit. We call those um I like to call them off bike activities, right? You've gone yeah. on this epic you know, had this epic ride and then now you know, you're, you're done and what are you going to do after? So Fayetteville has plenty, everything from bars full of pinball machines to George's Majestic, which is the oldest live music venue in Arkansas. Mm. You have to put Fayetteville's historic downtown and entertainment districts on that cool things list to do when you're in town for the World Championships.
0: Yeah. And you said there's a separate uh, website for that, right? Experience Fayetteville?
1: Yep. experiencefable.com. We've got a wide selection of, you know, all the things to do while you're in town. That includes everything from art to food to uh, places to ride your bicycle.
0: Oh, excellent. Well, Brandon, you definitely are in the best position ever as director of cycling tourism and leading, you know, all of these people that are coming to see the cross World Championship is going to be epic.
1: Uh, I I think so. We would agree. And we, like I said, we are truly excited to welcome the world right here in Fayetteville, Arkansas next January. And Murph, hope to see you there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, listeners, that's it for this week. Thanks, Brandon, for coming on to talk about Fayetteville, Arkansas. And congrats on the upcoming Cross World Championships. Tickets are on sale now at CycleCrossFayetteVilleAR2022.com. And after you get your tickets, head over to ExperienceFayetteVille.com to start planning your trip and scope out route options for gravel, road, mountain biking, and more for yourself. Email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com if you have a topic or the name of a cyclist you find interesting. Support my podcast at patreon.com slash morphology. Visit my Instagram page for daily entertainment and check out my website for all kinds of bicycle stuff. And of course, a quick shout out to Simmons Electric for sponsoring this podcast. I'll leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of morphology. This quote comes from Greg Lamond. One thing that cycling has taught me is that if you achieve something without a struggle, it's not going to be satisfying. Think about it.